this is actually a perfect segue into introducing Carlos because I, I've known Carlos for, I don't know, four or five years now, right, Carlos? Yeah, yeah, we've known each other for, for a few years, yes. And, I've and, admired you from a distance for a while. <laughs> um, he, he used to live in San Jose, and we always said, oh, let's get together at one of these meetups, and that never happened. And I'll be getting I'll be I'll be getting back there. I'll be I'll be moving back. Yeah, I just had a I had a I had to take a detour. Life happened to me. You know how that goes. Yeah. Oh, I, no, I totally understand how that goes. Um, right life, on. Life happened to me pretty hard last year. Um, hi, hi everyone, and I'm sorry for the technical difficulties. And and thank you for having me. I'm honored uh, to be on Bill's. Uh, uh, what is this? Uh, the meetup, right? This is your this is your meetup, yeah. right? Right on. And I'm sorry about the technical difficulties. But um, thank you for having me for for whatever reason. <laughs> for, what can I bring for you? <laughs> so so the, the reason this is a good segue is because Carlos is really good at trying things, failing sometimes, succeeding more times than he fails, but he keeps on trying and he tries new things. And he's one of the guys I look to to see, you know, what 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 can I be doing differently. That I'm not doing now, um, that he may have already explored. Because, as he says in, in a lot of his web assets, you know, he he's he's an out of the box thinker, and he is. And I, I see him observing other people and seeing what they do and deconstruct what they do and turn that into something that's actionable. That that you know, what I'd like the way I like to think of myself is an, an ordinary guy who who who's who's trying to do, you know, certain things and and just get really good at them. So. Yeah. With with that said, um, Carlos, why don't, why don't you just tell us a little bit about you, about your background, and how you arrived at this place in in time? All right. Well, let's see here. I I just recently updated my my Upwork profile to say I'm a copywriter and guerrilla marketing strategist, and I think that's a little bit more appropriate at this time uh, only because yeah like like Bill said I, I definitely do try things I've tried a whole lot of things and like he said yeah a lot of things fail some things work <laughs> which is always a good thing but um yeah it's it's a, it's a bit of a, a, a curse of, of the joy of, of, of knowledge right like I, I, I'm a lifelong learner for sure um, and and, and kind of similar to Bill I, you know th there was a there was a moment in my life where you know like uh, let me take a step back. I was living in in California. I went went to school in Hawaii, uh, and then I and I moved to California because I had a, a a kid on the way, and in that transition, I also got into the car business. But um, as you know, as I'm sure most of you are well aware, the recession happened at some point, and things were going along fine and dandy, but uh, you know things kind of fell apart at that point uh, at the seams and a lot of things kind of spiraled out of control for me um, and it was a you know like the, the illusion of the security of uh, I don't know quote-unquote corporate it wasn't a, it, I guess it was a corporation but you know corporate America you know the, the the American dream or whatever was was really for me more of uh, an illusion you know I, I lost a whole bunch of things including my condo um, my sense of who I was a bit, you know, a little bit of just what I was supposed to be doing in life. And, you know, then another uh, kind of side swipe happened. I lost my dad, you know, and to, in that time span, I basically had, you know, all these things I, I was working towards was all on sort of uh, soft ground. You know, it was, it wasn't, it was on a, an illusion, I guess. And I wasn't living towards 
anything that was fulfilling. There was all of these things that were all kind of like future, future based. And, you know, not to say that you shouldn't plan for the future, but, you know, if you want to enjoy life, you know, we, we're living it now, right? We're, we're in the here and now. So I would employ, implore everybody to consider just doing things now, if you can, as much as possible with an eye towards the future and building and, you know, and, you know, and, and growing uh, your equity somehow, some way. But, um, yeah, definitely with more of an emphasis on now, whatever that, you know, that, that, the quote unquote lifestyle design or whatever. Um, and that is a hard, um, it's, it's, it's something hard to, to reconcile for a lot of folks. And, you know, I'm one of them as well, but on that journey, I think you have more opportunity now more than ever with technology. Like, you know, I'm on the East coast and look at us, we're on this call and we're all here together, you know? And that was something that would, that may not have been possible just, I don't know, six years ago, five years ago, something like that, you know, this would have been impossible. So I'm, I'm fortunate and grateful. And, you know, I'm always, I'm always looking to uh, figure out how to harness these things that we have while continually learning from others that have kind of gone on ahead before me with, with the knowledge and have, have given back and shared. So I'm always striving to learn. With that being said, I'll give it back to Bill. I hope that answered something. <laughs> hope I answered some question. No, that's that's cool. So um, you do copywriting and and what you call guerrilla marketing. So for for folks in the room who may not know what either one of those things is, okay. why don't you just give a brief uh, summary of what 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 that means to you? Because it's going to mean something different to everybody. Right, right. Okay. Well, what I do specialize in is sales message writing uh, primarily. So that includes you know writing the uh, email sequences that folks might need for whatever. Uh, you know, think of a you know I've done this for both brick and mortar local businesses like car, you know, car, car dealerships, to uh, software as a service, digital companies, uh, to internet marketing stuff, and I also write the sales letters that sell that you know, that stuff for, for the, on their behalf, you know, as the, as the merchant, as whoever it is that's trying to sell their, their wares or their goods. Um, marketing aspect is more in line with kind of what we, what I think we're talking about here is the, the lateral thinking, like how to not be so myopic in your, in the way you approach a problem. And I got this concept when I saw, I mean, it, it, it kind of came clear to me when I saw my, my daughter, my daughter was walking, she was crawling across the floor, kind of, uh, you know, I was watching this unfold. She was a baby. She was, uh, you know, crawling across the floor and she was trying to get to her object of her, you know, whatever her object, her objective, right? Was her, I don't know, a bottle or a toy or something, but in between her objective and her was the stroller. So she had a, you know, she, she kind of made her way into the wheels of the stroller. She got tangled up in there and I'm looking at it, smashing my head, realizing that she should have just gone around. And I said that, I was like, why don't she just go around? But she's a baby, she didn't have the logic. And it dawned on me, I think we all kind of do this as we get older, you know, we just sort of see our end objective, but we don't see that we could have, you know, we don't see the, the alternative routes you can take to still get to the same destination, which is you could have gone around the left or the right, you know, she could have gotten me and I could have picked, you know, something, but she just didn't have the, obviously, you know, the, the capacity, I guess, at that point. But I think we lose that as we go older anyway, we just kind of see what we're trying to get to and then we, we hit an obstacle and we fail to see that there might be an alternative way to still accomplish our objective and that's really what this lateral thinking guerrilla marketing kind of stuff uh, is about you know trying to find the back door the side door the 
the lesser, you know, the, the, the easier entry point that may not be as heavily guarded or fortified or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's <laughs> and, and that kind of um, goes to kind of my mode of operation, which is, you know, I try to help people get through the technical challenges like, like I had here tonight. Um, right. Technical challenges, and, and you, you said it pretty clearly, people, they run into an obstacle, and a lot of people give up, or they stop. Yeah. Obstacle. And they don't try to go around it. They just try to keep beating at it until it it submits, or they or they quit. Right. Well, I, I think the I don't want to say the older you get, but it seems as though the farther we get away from childhood, we, the more we stop thinking like a child. And and your daughter, she was going to go around that thing eventually. Yeah, yeah, she would have. She would have definitely. Had her yeah, she, she wouldn't have just stood there, or sat there and kept trying to move something that was immovable. And I think we do that, especially especially from my perspective, we do that with technology a lot. But we also do that with other things in life, right? If we get stuck for help or right. we ask for help, but we ask in the wrong way, maybe we're not asking the right questions, you know, something along those lines. So I, I think that's a really good example of, of kind of how you approach things and how I approach things. And and even though they're different, they're they're similar methodologies, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 about agile. You know, just being at being a bit flexible in your approach. Like just trying to look at the the problem from a different angle. For me, you know, um, when you watch a play, you know, the 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 audience is kind of shaped like a like a semicircle, right? Most of the time, anyway. But depending on your vantage, if you're watching it from the left side, you'll see an entire different perspective than if you're on the opposite end or you know wherever you're sitting in the audience right it's a completely different perspective and I think it's important to kind of move around that way and and when you're facing a problem to try and stop and look at the problem from a different angle if you can and I, that's what I think is a challenge for a lot of folks they they tend to tr approach the same the, the problem from the same angle each time and meanwhile just a, a quick pivot a, ki a quick just wreath you know shift might have Given them everything they needed to see the answer clearly, or the, or the kind of work about the work around or whatever. Right. So, so let let's ask, you know, the, the Shoot. crowd here. Um, what uh, you know, anybody here have an example of an obstacle that they hit that they can't seem to surmount, or or conversely that they hit and they figured out a way around it? Because sometimes you can't beat down the obstacle; you just have to be smarter than it. And that's something I tell my kids. You got to be smarter than that than that thing that's foiling you, you know, whatever whatever it happens to be. Anybody have any anything that they're bumping up against that they either can't surmount or or they have, and, and maybe you can tell us what you did. And if anybody not, here gets stuck. Yeah, I said if not, I'll give you one that that kind of seems to be a universal one, especially for business owners is. Uh, either you know how to get more customers, right? How to get more business? Mm -hmm. um, how to how to close more deals? Um, how to how to raise your prices? Those are seem to be like the universal ones. Like how do I sell more? How do I raise my prices? And right. how do I find more? 
Right, right. So, well, why, why don't you give us a little bit of insight on on the the one I'm most most uh, is well, I mean, it's twofold, right? It's it's how to get more customers, but also how to raise your prices with existing customers, and how do you do that in a way that is you know kind of and for both sides. Right. Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you. Um, just recently, and I just recently did this, so it kind of feels good, and it's it's kind of a spot on kind of a timely uh, uh, problem, I suppose. But I had a, uh, a client, a West Coast client, a plumber, uh, excuse me, and uh, the guy was, was paying me a, a small bit of money. It was, it was a retainer client that was, you know, I, I really didn't have to do much, to be honest, but he was getting calls for my efforts, right? So I basically had a website running for him and a uh, phone number that was that was all that I used in order to justify my fees to show that he was actually getting business for my efforts, whatever that might be, right? But um, he, at some point, he decided to, uh, you know, he he was allocating money to some other things, and I didn't realize what the dollar amount was until one day he kind of he just let me know, <laughs> and uh, you know, my efforts were working just fine. But he decided, you know, he's going to go this other route because somebody convinced him of something. And I didn't, you know, he was he was an earlier client. I had this guy for years. I didn't want to kind of necessarily rock that boat, you know. So I didn't really fuss yep. with him. But at the same time, it was overdue. And, you know, the, the, the value that I was bringing to him was, was apparent because I was getting him. So he decided for, you know, for whatever reason, he, he, he decided to leave me. And we, you know, we, you know, he, he, we still kept in touch. And then finally, about three months ago, he calls me back. We, we had not been about seven months or so. And he's like, Carlos, <laughs> things have slowed up. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, you know, whatever you were doing was working. I was spending about three grand on this, you know, I spent three grand on that. And I was just like, uh -huh. and he was like, well, you know, what can we do? I was like, you want you want to start working with me again? He says, "Yeah, I just want to turn that back on." I was like, "Yeah, okay. Well, you know, we'll go ahead and I'll do it at this new price." I told him this is what I'd be willing to do, and he was like, "Oh, but what happened to the old price?" I was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "You you left. I mean, what I was doing was working. So what you're telling me is whatever I was doing worked for you, right?" He was like, "Yeah." I was like, "So then it's worth something to you, right?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "And that other stuff you spent more money on wasn't worth it to you, right?" He was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well, why shouldn't I get this higher fee then?" Uh, okay, <laughs> I was like, well, you know, there you have it. So I kind of asserted myself in that in that in that instance, but he saw the value. But it, it took some kind of guts, right? Some oomph to to kind of stand behind my my scene, you know, and, and asserting that because I I could have just I don't know, kowtowed or been nice about it or whatever. But that was an important moment, you know. That was a it was a opportunity at that at that time to kind of capitalize on. I think I don't know. But um, whenever you yep. have the, wh wh whenever you, you, you there, there are always going to be moments in your business where you'll be able to level up, you know, and this is where the whole idea of parlaying comes in. The parlay concept is about taking your small bets and then when you actually, when they pay off for you, flipping them into more, turning them into greater Opportunity. So basically, you know, getting onto the next level, 
so to speak. So whether that be a client who gives you a testimonial, which is one of the easiest things I think everybody should be striving for, even if all you did out the gate was provide a service that got results for somebody, you can use those results and those testimonials to sell to the next person. Even if you didn't sell to the original person who actually gave you the testimonial. So what I was doing early on was getting local businesses by giving away kind of free graphic design things and then saying, hey, look what I did for this other person. If you like one too, I'll give it to you for X amount of dollars. And that was one way to, to, to do that. And some people would be like, oh, man, this is, this is awesome. This is great stuff. And this is what I did for my business. So I was like, but do you mind me, you know, uh, you mind, you know, you know, me putting that on my website or whatever or, you know, using that as a testimonial? No, sure. Go ahead. So that's, that's a parlay strategy. Sorry, I don't know if I segued out of there. <laughs> no, that's, that's good. That's good. Um, what you do or can do for, for brick and mortar folks in terms of lead gen or, or you know, earning more customers done? Well, yeah, well, uh, usually there's, you know, there's only about, uh, no, there's, there's really only a, a, a handful. To, to help business owners, in my opinion, uh, which which helps them make more money, which is to either, you know, t flat out charge more per order, which a lot of people think can't be done, which we've just just spoke about, charging more per order by anchoring it higher. You can you can do this in a few ways, which we'll talk about if you like. Selling to more people, right? You can you can just get try and increase the traffic. Or you can increase your conversion rate to the same amount of traffic. So get better at selling, get better at closing. You can also incorporate some retainer, you know, membership recurring stuff, sell over and over to the same client, right? And, you know, to, you know, to, to kind of envelope all of those, I think you just want to spend 80% of your time selling more often than not anyway. And then, you know, the, the, the delivery is important for sure. Uh, and I, you know, I have a story on that too, but, uh, I think a lot of people, you know, just just miss out on the idea that you know most of the time should be spent on selling anyway, and that's that's yeah, so, totally my opinion. Go for, go for it. Yeah. So we we have a a gentleman in the in the, in the audience who um, works for a solar company. You might want to tell us a little bit about it. And oh yeah, the idea that you do so many good things. You know, one of the uh, things I want to share with you is that we do very traditional marketing. The traditional marketing that we're talking about will be like canvassing and the speed to get customers. To get customers and sending mailers out to customers. And you probably know more than I do what the results are. But, you know, there's one area that I'm really interested in to learn more from you and from the group here because we've got a lot of expertise in this room. We go about getting, you know, qualified appointments or leads, like what you do for the plumber. Uh, so I think that is something very exciting to hear. So you know, how do I, how do somebody like a traditional brick and mortar kind of guy, nothing about the internet marketing strategy, uh, to be able to get into that market and be able to do the things that you say you can do? Like charging a little bit more, selling a little bit more, increase the conversion, and uh, and some other products. So, something from you. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, okay. 
Um, so, 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 Bill, if you wouldn't mind, just just let me know if I didn't hear this right. But I, I heard that he sells solar powered something. Yeah, right? so, 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 solar power. Yeah, they they install um, solar pow power for residential. And what they do is okay. they, do, they do the more traditional type marketing, like direct mail, um, okay. canvassing uh, neighborhoods with you know people walking the you know door to door. Um, and also, um, do you do any kind of advertising, like print ads or anything like that? No, we don't do any of the print ads because print ads is like for us, it's a lot of money out, and you don't, you don't, you cannot track print ads. Yeah. So what he All wants right. to know is, internet marketing type perspective, what, what could he do? All right. So one of the easier sales that I've done for like you know uh, folks, in my opinion, of course, is uh, to. I think Bill's familiar with the whole exformation thing. Um, what what you, you might want to consider, and I don't know whether or not you've done this at all, is consider raising your profile first and foremost. So the one thing you can do immediately that a lot of people don't think to do is to elevate yourself to some sort of authority level in your local space. And one of the, one of the easier ways to do that would be to get featured on or get you know, quoted on some kind of noteworthy, newsworthy space, and that 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 can be as simple as doing something like a press release, right? With like PR Newswire, uh, I use something called Authority News Network, and what that does is, is it it gets syndicated and distributed to one of these, you know, to like the affiliates of these bigger, uh, uh, you know, like ABC, Wall Street. Journal, you know the local, you know the, the affiliates of them. So it's not like it's like ABC, forty-two or whatever. It's like the the subsidiary, not the main one, but it's still they they still got the emblem for the for the deal of the of the uh, notable website. And what you do is with with those things is it's sort of a it is a trick. I'm not gonna lie. It's not it's not anything that you would the claim that you know you've been featured on the news or anything but you can say you were quoted on or featured on these sites and make use of the little emblems without being you know uh, and what that does for your profile you can make use of those little emblems on your website as quoted on or as featured on it's a cool little trick that a lot of people are unaware of um, that is very very effective in my opinion at setting yourself apart especially when you send your marketing collateral out to your clients because you know, making use of those things, they don't know you from a hole in the wall anyway, right? So seeing that, and they're like, oh, wow, so you've elevated your profile. Uh, so that would be one way to do it. Another thing you might possibly consider doing would be uh, quickly publishing uh, a some sort of um, lead magnet for your ideal clients that solves one problem. But don't give them anything to do. Give them something to avoid. Right, like you know, instead of like, like, like an easy one would be how to cut your your electric bill by you know ten grand this year or something like that, or whatever it is that your your thing is, uh, your, your your unique selling proposition does for them. You can tell them that you know, all, like heighten the problems with all of the the stuff that they currently do. That's all the bad things if they stay where they are, right? Like if they're paying a certain amount and your solution solves it, talk about the bad things that keep going on and the, the, you know, give them some sort of uh, solution that they can use necessarily involve them doing anything but calling you <laughs> or at least agitating the problem in their head to the point where they have to call you.
avoid are usually good for that, that sort of things you didn't know about your electric bill or something like that, right? Like who's not going to read that if they want to try and save money, which is what your thing's designed to do. Or, or if I'm if I'm if I'm on the right path here, did that make sense? Yeah, sure. Was uh, that was that helpful? <laughs> well, well, we do that now. You know, for example, you know, uh, we, we tell people we can eliminate the, the electricity bill. Yeah, but how do you do that? Mm. Right now. Yeah. And canvassing on some of my. Right, right. So, so from a from an internet marketing standpoint, what are you doing? How how do we how do we get our message across on the internet? I think Bill can. I, I know, but I have. I have a, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. But I think if you're just trying, if, you, if you're talking about getting a message across on the internet, I think that you know, like, there's really like a million and one ways to do that, right? Just be kind of prolific. Uh, you can you can do Facebook ads. I don't know whether or not you're doing that. Um, and you can target. You can get really targeted with Facebook ads. You know, uh, and you know that's assuming, of course, that your target market's hanging out there. Um, you can do like uh, Google AdWords ads that are just geared towards pain point. You know, like if, if a person's punching in a question, right? You can make sure that your ad pops up on the question. You know, when they punch in that sort of question, um, you know, be prolific, right? Where are they hanging out? Do you got stuff on Craigslist? If not, why not, right? Craigslist is free. It's in your local area. You can optimize the crap out of that. You know, um, have. Uh, you know, just those three alone, I think would, I would, I would, I would test that out before anything, right? There's a whole bunch of people using that stuff, especially in that in your neck of the woods, I think, right? And uh, you know, in the in the Bay Area, uh, are you trying any of that stuff? Any of those three? Uh, well, this is what we're trying right now. Well, we actually have a mailing service that is uh, that we're sending out. Uh, we're sending about 30,000 mailers, and then uh, when, That's a lot of mail. when they get that mailer, what happens is that uh, if they have any kind of questions, they click on a link on whatever website that is, and then they send an electronic signal by, you know, who called, where called, and all that stuff. Because it's a mailing list, we actually know the name of the customer and where they live, and not only that, uh, uh, these mailing lists are super special, right? Uh, these mailing lists, owners are qualified to get what we call the uh, property assessment energy financing, uh, whereby the homeowner doesn't even have to pay any money down to get solar. Uh, so that is one way, right? It's through the mailers you get this internet response. Uh, but what I'm looking for is not just sending the mailers out to get those responses. Uh, what my what my main aim is, you know, it's in some way that, uh, and I hear you about the Craigslist, I hear you about the Facebook, I hear you about all these things. But uh, you know, what I'm trying to uh, to understand is that, you know, how do we how do we make a really effective face page uh, on on Facebook that will attract? You know, uh, those things like that, I really have no clue on. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so, the, so let, let, me, let me ask real quick. Do you have a website? Yeah, we have a website, but the website is like rudimentary. Like, yeah. Well, fix that. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. right. Right, right, right. Home solutions. Yeah. So, in particular, AD Home Solutions, 
then you can see what a website is like. But from a customer perspective, if I were to go there, I own a home. Well, the bank owns the home, but I. Yeah. <laughs> my name's Alon. Okay, I'll technical. <laughs> um, I, you know, if I go there, what am I? What am I going to see? What, what's going to compel me to take the next step? Which right. and what is the next for somebody like me? Well, you know, the, the key is not 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 to uh, you know once again the website is is free now because then you look at the website itself and say what's really important to you when you do something. Uh, but the key is to get the people to go on the website. So you're not getting a lot of traffic. No, I mean we haven't done anything to get it, get people to go on the traffic. I think the key is to uh, to find some way to have people to go on our website. So maybe once. Well, what is the what does the direct mailer do? Is that driving them to the website? Uh, you know the uh, uh, yes, it, 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 I mean do that. So we just started this out, so we haven't seen uh, what exactly the result on the mail is yet. Don't know until maybe about two weeks from now. So because we just formed this company, I would say about a month ago. So so basically, uh, uh, I've been selling this for a long time, but. But you know, this is something that I think we, we wanted to do. We want to do some kind of networking. So the website is built, so that you can look and see. You know, I, I don't think it's that great, but it's good. It's good what is the it. website, by the way? AD, A is in Alpha, D is in David, Home Solutions. Oh, I'm here right now. Okay. Solar or coral? Solution. It looks like. AD Home Solutions. Yes. Says it's for sale for two grand. What's that? For sale. Says it's for sale. Oh, someone hacked it? Either they hacked it or it's for sale for two grand. Um, well, well, we just diagnosed your problem. That's part of the problem. That's at least part of the problem. <laughs> That'll be eighteen ninety-five, please. <laughs> well, okay. So the, the the thing that I got out of this, and you know, everybody's gonna have their own sort of like, you know, the, the when a person lands there, if it's not for sale and it's actually yours, right? You get that cleared up. Uh, you, you got the concept of the they're they're gonna you know they're gonna somehow get to your website. You got to get them there, and I'm and I'm guessing that's what your postcards are supposed to be doing, if if I'm not mistaken. And if it is, you want go on. Don't go. Yeah, that's me. Don't go under solar wind. Uh, put in solar wind. Solar wind. What is what is your postcard directing to do, by the way? Uh, what's the postcard? Um, well, it's a joint marketing. Actually, it's a joint marketing with uh, with a property accessory clean energy company. Funding. So we do joint marketing together so that when we go sell the customer, so the customer basically is going to be using the financing to finance the solar thing. 
What do you see, Bill? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a rookie at this one, so I, along the way, I think I'm going to make a lot of mistakes. So. Oh, yeah, failing forward is, is key. You'll know exactly what doesn't work. So, I, you know, I'm totally a rookie, so I'm, I'm happy to be here to learn from all these experts. So. Yeah, yeah, again, like, well, you know, the, the, the whole thing, I think that Bill, like, part of why I think Bill digs me is because I like, yeah, like, like you, like, like everybody that's failing forward is a, is a skill development thing. You know, like, you know, we, I know, I know a whole lot of ways not to do stuff. <laughs> you know, I know exactly what doesn't work as opposed to like somebody's theory based things, which sounds good at first until you try it and you fall flat on your face, you know, and. That's important, you know, because as soon as you do that, you can learn how to weed through the bullshit so much faster. I apologize. I'm not sure whether or not this is one of those shows. But, yeah, like you can just cut right through the crap of what sounds good because you have metrics, right? When you test things, you know exactly what doesn't work. And when somebody's giving you their BS, well, have you tried this? And you're like, well, have you tried this? And they can't give you that sort of answer. Then you know where to go with that, right? Like. But but then there's there's value in also just testing your own metal too, right? Write out a little game plan of what it is that you're thinking it should do. Kind of think through it a little bit, and and then you know go from there. Like get up to the to the to the uh, to the point of crossing the bridge. Try to cross that bridge, and if it doesn't work, then go back and you know as long as it's not fatal, which it's usually not in in, in marketing, and try the other door. You know, try what's behind door number two. But um, if you're, you know, like right now, possibility that, you know, the domain is being sold, I don't know what your postcards say, so I can't tell you how effective that is, right? I don't know anything about that thing. Um, but I'm guessing you, you have some ideas of what the statistical feedback is, right? What, what, you know, if the postcard is supposed to be driving traffic to your website, you should have some idea of, whether or not they're going directly there and whether or not, you know, hopefully you have some, some idea that, of how to track that tracking is a key component of your marketing, of course, too, I think, right? Like that's, that's part of the main reason why I had the phone number as the tracking mechanism for my client, because there was without a doubt, no way that you could say my, my marketing wasn't working because everything that I did drove traffic to that phone number. So if he got a call for my efforts, because it went through this, tracking mechanism you know and as far as being prolific goes you know we talked about three ways at the very least that you could start testing you know diversifying your your ad spend that I don't think would you know necessarily you know you can do it in a way that's pretty affordable for a normal five bucks a day on Facebook you know test something out at 150 bucks a month and get some get some metrics, get some feedback, and it's immediate. You know, it's not like you're not waiting, but you know, three days to see whether or not something's working there. You know, and what you're driving them to. Of course, you got to think these things through. But what I'm suggesting is, with with online marketing at the very least, even with the, the direct mailer, you can get somebody to your website. You can use a pixel code. Uh, which Bill, I'm sure, can get into with you, you know, for retargeting, right? As soon as somebody has gotten to your site, that's the first step. There's software that allows you to kind of do stuff even if they don't opt in or do anything. Like it allows you to kind of like 
speak a little bit, right? So you can chase them around with your ads now. You can get a little creative with, you know, like retargeting style ads, which is a little, I, I don't want you know, it might sound advanced, but you know, maybe it is. I don't know. But, you know, it's, it's a cool little, it's like a, I don't know, for lack of a better way to kind of uh, uh, compare it, it's like a cookie, right? Like if they've already been to your website, you're leaving something that's, you know, that tags them and say, yeah, this person's already been there. And I can kind of administer ads that allows you to kind of, you know, to, 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 you know, to touch them again, right? To kind of like remind them, which is a cool little feature. And that, that kind of folds <coughs> back in your profile, right? Because you right. want, you want your, your potential customers to be, um, to have you at the top of their mind. Like when they think solar or they think energy savings or they think avoiding paying pg e money, you want to be, you want to be there, right? So right. the way you, one way to do that is to retarget. So you you, tar, you basically niche down or, or, or really get very laser focused on who your customer is on Facebook, and then when they when they essentially click on that ad, you're retargeting them so that anytime they um, you know they're online again, your ads are going to pretty much follow them around. And and then they will think it's, it's psychological. They'll think, hey, this this is the, this is the company to go with, right? Even if you're not, and um, so that that's really important. Yeah, and the offline equivalent of that, because a lot of these things that are online are just an easier way to do what's already kind of been done offline. So, like, if you think of the offline equivalent, think of like you know your van being parked at the corner of a work site, right? Leaving that there for two or three days, parking at the same location and then next week when you're working on a different house parking in that corner that you know gives neighbors around the, the appearance it gives them the idea that damn this guy's all over the place he's just you know and if you do have a have a, a fleet of vehicles it's even easier just make sure that they're always visible somewhere locations at random times and you can be strategic about it but it's really the same thing I hope that made sense yep yep so um Anybody have any questions for Carlos? I know you, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, hi, Carlos. This is Eric here. Um, hey. Hey, I'm kind of interested in the, um, you know, the, the online stuff. stuff you know, I'm still kind of new, but I know some of the terminology. Affiliate marketing. There's so many terms and acronyms. Um, uh, PLR. And um, I'm not the best copywriter, but I have some interesting ideas, and I like interesting products, in like the, the green field or health and wellness. Um, there's a lot of ways to spend the effort. Um, what one of your thoughts are to really direct the current or what's the best use of time? Uh, Bill, would you recap? I, I couldn't make out everything. I, I couldn't make everything out. I'm sorry. But yeah, yeah so he's he's um somewhat new to um, internet marketing. He knows a lot of the concepts and some of the you know the jargon acronyms like PLR and stuff like that. Affiliate marketing. Um, he he's got you okay. know, lots of interesting ideas to to. I think it boils down to, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, this boils down to you know, where do I focus my energies? 
Like, how do I get kind of get started in down this road? Given, given you know my uh, uh, what's the best word? My talent or skill set. Um, and so you've been in IT for a long time since like 1996. Yeah. Um, and you're wanting to what, what? What's your end objective with this? But how long? How long have you been in business? Two months. So, so. spend a few thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah, so so my my take on this cuz I I started out affiliate marketing first and then kind of got into making my own products and serving other people. Um, affiliate marketing is the way to go to get started in my opinion. Because creating a product while it's not hard, it's harder than you think. Um, yeah, it's very time consuming. It's time consuming. You have to do all. You basically, you, you basically, if you're trying to create products, you've created a new job for yourself. And night, you're going to get it right. It, but it's never going to be right. And if you're, if you're any sort of a perfectionist, you'll never be done. You'll never launch it. You'll never announce it. And with an affiliate product, take it, right? And you, you promote it. Yeah. And, and, and you gotta find the best strategies yeah. to promote it. Um, and one of the ways that a lot of people don't do, and that I didn't do for probably the first six or seven years, is collect email addresses. That's the very first thing. In anything you do online, you gotta collect to contact people who are interested in whatever it is you're selling. So it sounds like you've done that to an extent. Yeah, I got two sites set up. The young guy who wrote this PDF, the name was like Saturday. Right. And I never quite understand. One of them, I just had a squeeze page, and that's it. And the other one is a blog, and I didn't do it, but he said write every day 
You have logged 400 words. Words, and show me some. How do you get keywords with Google? Google Keyword Tool. Yeah, I'm not a big writer, so I guess uh, I write every day or do a video every day. That's, that's where I'm getting stuck. See, that's, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, and some people can do it, and some people can't. And yeah. just know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's hard to write about something, or, or yeah. What are you doing with what you're saying? You're saying, I want to find something that I can earn and get going from. Bottom line is, you know, unless unless you're passionate about like sales or something, it's hard to be successful in marketing. Yeah. You can find out what you're passionate first and then figure out how you can monetize that. But if you're not really into what you do, like I'm sure you enjoy the business part of the sale, you know. Whatever it is, if you're not like if you're just gonna how can you like this to be it often and and the, and there is there is a healthy balance between creating your own content and curating other people's content and making it your own that's not plagiarism that's I liken it to a college term paper right we didn't write everything in our term papers we had a 15 or 20 page paper due but we, we took selected sources and we quoted them and then we expanded on the ideas there. And we cited them. That's that's all you have to do. That's all you have to do to, to, to create or curate content. It's fresh and it's new and, and you you know, I'm a I'm a fairly good writer, so I don't have a problem with writing. I could write I could write a thousand word blog post in 15 minutes um, and I could do that every day but it's it's hard if you're not passionate about it yeah that ages what's that yes that's true but I like but I like it um, but you, you gotta you gotta uh, passion is very important um, yeah for 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 30 days, you could write about anything. It's it's on day 31 and, and after where you go. I, I just don't. I'm not. I'm not feeling this. I, I don't like it. And and it's a good exercise because at least in 30 days you'll know. I don't like this. It is possible to contract out your company. It, it is. Have to be the one. But then you've got to you know. It's recurring income. You, you know that's an investment, yeah. and you and you and in order to earn money, you have to make more than that. Yeah, yeah, and, and so you can you can get crap content for five bucks a day, or you can get quality content for fifty bucks a day. You, um, but you you know passion is one. Number two is do you, is there enough content there to keep writing? Um, if there is, and and you know. You fall into a trap if if the vendor, so your affiliate marketing, if the vendor is providing content, it's probably not a good a good idea to use it because if you use it, so have fifty thousand other people. Oh, you're just regurgitating 
the same stuff that. How many subscribers do you have, if you don't mind my asking? I don't think more than a couple. Okay. The one side I've got about, the one I did, I did the least amount of work, I just have a really nice picture. It's called unlockyourgift.com. Okay. So what when I when I go to that page, what do I see, and why would I want to sign up? What do I get? Uh huh. Yep. It's true, man. It's like it's solar. You hear that, Carlos? I, I couldn't quite. I, I couldn't quite make it out. What was the hey, solar? I've got a nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. trainer a dog trainer client who put up an ad oh man if I may it says we only want your bitch if she's pregnant oh man that was that was <laughs> I was like all right it, uh, it worked out okay got a few complaints but it was, yeah yeah that took a little bit of a it's easier to do that online than it is in person though Right. <laughs> yeah so so let's let's uh let's wrap up with carlos because he's been on for an hour and a half well an hour and a half i don't mind only, I, only I, enjoy, an hour. I enjoy this stuff it's all good it's, it's up to you guys but yeah hey carlos it's mike Alfred. Hey, what's up mike i'm doing good i just want to say this is great to uh to have you here with us and outside of uh, uh bill's uh group your group is uh, my number number one group I go to. Right you on. Thank I'm so thankful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Mike. It's a Facebook group, and it's called – it's the Parlay Society, right? Yeah. 
look look up do a search on the R L A Y Society, and he's got really really good content in there. I mean, stuff that stuff that oh, you're not going to read in in anything other than like a, a really esoteric psychology book. But he he breaks it down into digestible chunks. Yeah, let me make sure. P A R L A Y. Do you have it? Yeah, it's also on my webpage too. Oh, so wow! Thank you. Remember, just go there, and there's a link to it. But it's 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 a really good group, and like like Mike said, I mean it's it's one of my go-to groups. I don't I don't listen or read much of anything else other than oh wow, and that. Right, on. You know, I appreciate I, it. Wow, all those other ones because it, it's all the same crap every day, you know. Sure. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, what was that? What's what was the that? best way to set up a sales funnel? Context. Oh man, that's uh, that's a that's loaded. Uh, but um, you know, like like me and Bill, Bill has you know the 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 tribe. I have the Parlay Society, and I and I got that idea because I I hang out on Facebook. But uh, you know, email marketing. You know, when Bill said about list building, I think that's crucial to everything. Like even if you're going after like. Is, right like it's easier to hit up you know sets and chunks of a hundred if you have a targeted group of people that are interested in a certain thing so um, affiliate marketing local marketing you know again it's thing right like if you're going after affiliate marketing and you're targeting something like say SEO then you have to set up your thing you have to target people that are interested in SEO and the easiest way to do that in my opinion is to first go after people that serve that same audience. They already have a cultivated audience of them. So it's cool to just like go to them and, you know, have something of value to offer them, like some sort of giveaway, some sort of helpful thing that they can use, some sort of value add because it does two things. It appeases their uh, uh, user base who's interested in that stuff and it makes them look like rock stars so they're more likely to allow you to kind of do that. Um, so you can target a list that way or, you know, or you can spend some time like, you know, what me and Bill are doing and trying to grow your, your, your audience somewhere and then bounce them over to an email list somehow. Right. Which is kind of why I started the, the parlay society. I wanted to talk about esoteric stuff kind of on my terms and, you know, in my group. And that's, that's part of why I built it, you know, to, you know, with, with the intent of, uh, you know, monetizing down the line, but also just offering a tremendous amount of value stuff that comes into my brain that I feel uh, is useful to share and thankfully people people have found value in it and, and, and also to learn more because I'm a big you know I, I just really like learning I, in fact I, I'm so into it that I even you know everything everything that I do is try trying to accelerate that so I like learn to like speed read somewhat I increase my reading speed just so I can read faster um, I usually watch videos at a faster speed just because I want to absorb it quicker uh, and it's one of the one of the uh, sort of the fulfilling things for me in life 
is learning. And I think that's something that a lot of people miss out on. So if you're just focusing on just say the making money thing, you'll burn yourself out real quick. In my opinion, I think if that's your, if that's your only why, because you'll find that it's really like, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of shallowness there. So I try to go deeper. Hey, can you hear me? And the sh I yeah. Yeah. I can hear you. Okay, cool. Maybe, yeah, maybe everybody in the audience. Oh, pizza. Yeah. <laughs> some left. We'll mail you some. <laughs> I'm in Brooklyn. What do you mean, guys? I can't go off on a rant, so I, I don't know. Did I answer your question? <laughs> Just start. No, I didn't. To start the funnel, I think start with what it is that you're trying to, trying to, who you're trying to appease right like who you're trying to so so give us uh, give us serve. a little bit of context around that question because how do you make bread yeah yeah like yeah there is yeah there's a lot yeah you gotta narrow that down a bit how do you get clients <laughs> what kind of clients i i didn't hear you referral based I, clients okay So, so she she does um, IT for business, IT services for business. Oh, okay. And um, they're looking for more customers and more revenue per customer and all that good stuff that we talked about earlier. Right, right, and it's, right. In large part, it's referral based. Is that right? Okay. So, what I'm going to turn it around for a second and ask you, what are you doing now in terms of any kind of funnel? Yeah. Maybe we could. Uh, Make go. it better. So the answer is they they're doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could make that better. I promise. <laughs> Start. <laughs> okay. So how how effective is your referral based marketing going? Okay. So. If, if, if I'm working with you, I'm paying you, is it a monthly fee that for, for various services? What do I him to you and he pays for your services? Do I get anything? Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's probably not enough in, in today's economy. You should probably give them a little uh, rebate or something. I think it has to be something because somebody has to be re I mean they have to be re I would have to be really 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 impressed with your services to really kind of sell him on half hour for every referral that and then they can build it up too and then they can, you know give away free service but then at least you're getting in the door with this other company. Yeah, so how effective is your like really cold cold leads? Like how do you find new customers if it's not referrals? Okay. Even 
So you're you're more along the lines of is it more uh, bigger businesses or is it small business or what? Who's your target audience? Who's your ideal audience? Who do you want to sell to? Who do you want to serve? Okay, so we're talking pretty small. Um, the majority of businesses in this in this world is is probably you know one to fifty. Um, so are you are you talking like uh, just like technical support or is it maintenance as well? Like uh, all in. But for business. Okay, so hard drive fails, OS fails, but basically PC, but personal computer, um, printers. Okay, most mostly Windows is most of your client base Windows. Okay. Um, and, who, and who are the um, the who have who who so far has been your best referral source type? I guess. Um, good question. Were you, What's that? Were you a contractor? So were you serving? Oh, okay. Okay. There's the whole concept of the. I'm not sure whether or not you've heard of the cachet okay. client. You know the, the the client that one of the when I first started this when I started working with offline uh, businesses one of the the best uh, clients that I that I served were, were dog trainers. Believe it or not, like I had a whole bunch of dog trainers, <laughs> but that was because one of my clients was this guy named. Uh, John Van Alden, man, this guy was a dog trainer trainer, and I found this guy because he was running AdWords ads for dog training, right? Long story short, I pestered the hell out of this guy. I was following up with him. Finally, he gave me an audience with him, and he was like, look, I, you do good work, Carlos, but I got my dog training thing down, but what I really need help with is my dog training, training business. I train dog trainers, and I was like, in my head, I, I didn't see the difference. I was like, yeah, that should be easy. Lo and behold, right? It's a whole different animal, right? Like I was like, he's like, I only have about four or five dog trainers that I train each year that find me, and I was like, well, why? He's like, well, because they got to pay to get dog training. And I was like, how, how much is that? And he was like, well, about fifteen grand. I was like, holy smokes! I was like, okay. He was like, yeah. If you help me, I'm creating your ideal client. So this guy, you know, he sent me franchises and he sent me like of dog trainers because he, he was creating my ideal client. So I'd look for. Is who's already kind of working with your ideal clients, if I may, uh, probably easier said than done, right? But I hope I gave you some some memory jogging to kind of think of um, to target. So if general contractors are sending you business, what can you do for a general contractor that would allow them to send you more business? What kind of cheat sheets can you give them? What kind of value ads can you give this guy? Without necessarily, if you can, get creative about this, without spending money with him necessarily. Or I guess if that's what it'll take, how much are you willing to give to buy a customer? You know, if that's the only way it'll do it. But well, if it's a recurring thing, why not? You know, 
And if he's willing to send to the customer, and it's going to be something that is going to be ongoing, you can you can swing it. Why not? Was that helpful or no? <laughs> but the smart, the smart ass in the back of the room said, "Can you repeat what you just said?" <laughs> um, no, I think that's good. Uh, I think I think it would be really important for you to know what your your average customer is worth, and then you can determine how much you could kind of rebate if that's even on the table, um, a referral or or make make it a tiered referral, right? Where one this is what it's worth. You send me ten, it's worth this. You know, and make it more than worth our while. Um, I wouldn't say ever give it away free. But you could certainly give a discount or a coupon or a break or something. Um, but reward the people who reward you. That you know, we're all people. Everything we do is 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 has to do with an incentive. If you're not incentivized, you're not going to do it. Um, that's where I'd, I'd start, and I, I, I definitely, you know, take Carlos's uh, advice. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see when you say sales funnel to us, it means something kind of completely different. Like in internet marketing, a sales funnel is how do I get somebody kind of in the funnel, right? And then how do I lead them to where I where they want? Oh. Um, your funnel is kind of it's kind of easy, right? I get an appointment, and I, I give my presentation, give my my sales spiel, and they right. either take it or they don't. If they do, then great. If they don't, you might follow up several times, but that's it, right? I mean, then you walk away because <laughs> some people aren't aren't they're not ready to make that investment. Or they're not smart enough to make that investment, and they real, they don't realize that they're really costing themselves money every time the computer does some shop because it's a pain in the ass and it's usually not effective for very long. Um, yeah. Uh, on that note, that's where your the, the idea of the the attractive the the magnet the lead magnet thing might come into play. Like you might want to consider giving something like you know why you shouldn't bring your computer. To this, you know, to, to Craigslist Joe over here or whatever, like right, like give them reasons to consider why they're screwing up by doing this alternative thing, and then obviously not lead them naturally. It will lead naturally to you, but you have to kind of make these things available. That can be a value add that you can give to your potential power partners. I guess is what you guys call it in the offline world, right? Uh, give it to you know, if you add value, if you're adding value to that guy's business somehow without him having to do any work to make use of that just say hey would you mind passing that along to your to you know to, to the folks this is a helpful little little guide for your for your people what do you think can I share this with your news you know with your newsletter audience or can I give this talk this presentation to your to your clients in a in a room or something like that just like something similar to this have you done any presentations any any She's done a few, yeah. Okay. How did how did those work out? 
<laughs> How often do you follow up with that? Yeah, and none of those turn into business? No. Um, so so you, you have existing clients though. So we've we've talked about how you get more clients. You have existing clients. How do you sell more to them? Has that that can come through personal touch, right? Hey, we have a new service or we've noticed that you've had a hard drive failure eight of the last ten months, you know, whatever. Here's what we can here maybe there's a preventive maintenance service that you could offer. I, I don't know, I'm making this stuff up. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you know your customers, you know your existing customers better than anything. And you know you know what their pain is, you know what their their pain points are, and you can you can certainly tailor I mean, I hope you don't have just like options that you can offer people. I hope you can be a little bit flexible with what you can offer and maybe you can create programs that fit kind of maybe maybe it fits a niche or fits an industry or fits a certain type of business demographic. I don't know um, than I would, but um, you could certainly tailor offers to existing customers and sell them more or you know instead of you know it, it is are all of your customers recurring monthly subscription type things where they pay 500 or 1000 or whatever per month for x y or z i'd i'd layer some more stuff on there you know in do you have bundled packages but do you have bundled packages or is it all a cart i'd bundle some stuff cuz you yeah, what you do with your, when you bundles, when when you bundle stuff, you can you can make those available to the potential people that you know. Again, to the contractors who who can refer you business, let them know. Hey, you know, I'm willing to give them. I don't know, whatever. Just for the sake of argument, I don't know. Let's just say, I don't I don't know how this affects you, but like let's just say, like in the internet marketing world, fifty percent is the going rate. I don't know what it would be for you. Like you have to think of that number. But let's just say it's fifty percent, just for the sake of this argument. And you have a package deal that's about to go away and you're only making it available because, I don't know, Mother's Day, right, or whatever. You know, you can put a few of those together and distribute those throughout the year and, you know, change it up. The reason why you might want to bundle stuff is because it makes it um, incomparable. It makes it really hard for somebody to shop you. Together something that right. is bundled real nicely. It, re it really, you know, kind of screws people up to, you know, they're like, you know, they're trying to figure out a way to shop you. You take that away when you bundle it. Make it real hard for them to shop you. And then if you if you have somebody in in there with a list of people who are geared to go for what you got, and you're making it real easy for them to promote for you, and you make it limited, you're adding scarcity, which is a really cool trigger to kind of get people to take action now, right? And, and what are you doing in terms of what you do on the web in terms of like content editing and stuff like that? And I, I, I do that because your, your eventual customer is somebody who is looking for a solution to a problem. And if you can provide them some guidance on your website, again, it's top of mind. They're going to think of you when it comes to maintenance or something broke or I need help with this. They're going to think of you and they're going to pick up the phone. Or they're going to think of you and look 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 for your website, and if you're always in front of them, and if you're always capturing email addresses, um, it, it's relatively easy to do that. 
Just stay in front of their mind. Yeah. Cool. I hope that was helpful. Anything else? Yeah, it's, that's awesome. You got anything, Sean, Linda, Mike? Cool. Yeah, man. I love it. I'm glad. I'm so, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad I get to talk to you guys. I love it, you folks. No, we, we're very thankful that you're here, and, and I love your work, and uh, keep it up, man, and, and thanks for uh, technology crap that we had to go through. Um, I, I, <laughs> it's, we need some excitement in our lives, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yep, like I said, like I said to you when, when this was all kind of like going haywire, it's like I, I have worse luck than Bill Gates giving a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, if if it, um, I'm I'm glad you were here, and, and hopefully we can. Talk. Oh, are are you staying? Oh, okay. Um, oh, hope we yeah, can talk to you again. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And I hope to see you guys live pretty soon at some point here. Cool, man. Awesome. Bring it on. Thank you. Thank you all. Thanks, thanks so much, and I hope I hope I added value. Somehow. You <laughs> did. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, guys. Go out and conquer the world. Bye-bye. Cool. Bye. <laughs>